the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is, Keep on Believing. Keep on Believing. Last Sunday, People's Baptist Church celebrated 215 years of God's faithfulness to us as a congregation. We have read about and we are witnesses to God's miracles over these years as we sought to fulfill the mission given to our ancestors in 1805. In my 40 years as pastor of this historic congregation, I've seen God's extraordinary provision for and direction of uh, his church. As we move into our 216th year, God would have us to keep on believing in his sovereign power to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or imagine. Faith is one of the indispensable elements of life. Without faith, we are like an automobile without an engine. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, we cannot be saved from sin. Without faith, we cannot lay hold of the divine resources for living. Without faith, the door to heaven remains closed. What we believe determines what we become. If we believe we can, then we can. If we believe we cannot, then we cannot. Before we get out of bed or speak a word, before we can quit smoking or drinking or overeating or any of the bad habits that we develop, we must first believe that we can overcome them. If we don't have the strength in ourselves, we must have enough faith to believe in God and in his power to do what we cannot do for and by ourselves. I've come to the conclusion that no one can make me a failure. I must do that for myself. No matter how many times I've failed, I'm never a failure until I begin to believe myself to be a failure. As long as I don't give up, I can keep on trying, no matter how many times I've been discouraged, frustrated, or 
disappointed. Once I give up on myself, give up on God, and give up on other people, then failure is inevitable. For no person ever really starts failing until that person begins to lose faith in God and in himself or herself. Abraham was a great man, the father of the faithful, a man whom God uh, saw as a hero of faith because he believed in God. The text I'm using today is Genesis 15 and verse 6. And Abraham believed the Lord, and the Lord counted him as righteous because of his faith. It says, Abraham believed the Lord. The record does not say that he killed any giants as David did, or wrote any proverbs as Solomon did. It says, Abraham believed the Lord. He did not confront any pharaohs or dispense any laws as did Moses. Abraham simply believed the Lord. He was not a learned scribe like Ezra or a great builder like Nehemiah. He did not have Samson's strength or Mordecai's political savvy. Abraham simply believed the Lord. He did not command the sun to stand still as Joshua did or defeat any armies as Gideon did. He did not walk through any flames as did Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego or spend any time in a lion's den as Daniel did. Abraham simply believed the Lord. He did not dream any dreams as did Joseph or see any visions as did Ezekiel. He did not proclaim Messiah's birth as did Isaiah or call forth fire from heaven as Elijah did. Abraham just believed the Lord. And there are two, two points that I want to make today. The first is that Abraham believed the promise God made to him. We read in Genesis chapter 12, 1 through 3, the Lord had said to Abraham, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I'll make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I'll bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. Now, had this promise been spoken by any other than God, it would have been a subject of ridicule. But Abraham accepts it and relies on it. If you and I have true faith, we will not hesitate to rely upon the promises of God in the scriptures. When Jesus says, in John 3:36 those who believe in the son have eternal life but those who do not obey the son will not have life god's anger stays on them we can accept it and stake our eternal destiny on the promise of jesus you can trust god's word 
Abraham did and found salvation. God told him that through his seed or offspring, all of the nations of the earth would be blessed, and he believed it. This was a similar promise which God had given in Genesis chapter 3 and 15. Addressing the serpent or Satan, God said, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head, and you will strike his heel. Now the offspring of the woman spoken of here is Jesus, who would come through the family of Abraham. He was the seed of Abraham. Jesus told the Jews in John 8 and verse 56, Your father Abraham rejoiced as he looked forward to my coming. He saw it and was glad. Now how did Abraham see Christ thousands of years before he came to earth? He did by faith. Abraham had faith in a promise which seemed beyond the realm of possibility. When he was told by God that he, a 90-year-old man at the time, and his wife, Sarah, 80 years old, would have a son, Abraham believed, and God gave them a son when he was 99 years old and Sarah was 90. I'm glad this morning that God is still in the miracle working business. You see, if we believe that nothing is impossible, for God specializes in impossibilities. The sick that doctors give no hope of living can still be healed when we believe, and it happens every day. Some of you are alive today because a miracle-working God intervened in your life. King Hezekiah of Israel lay on his deathbed one day, body aching and racked with pain. Doctors and others had given up hope for him and said it was just a matter of time before death would come. But Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and cried out to God for mercy and for healing. And God added 15 more years to his life. God can still perform miracles. He can still make a way out of no way when we believe. Those who seem lost forever can still be saved when they believe. The problem in your life can still be overcome when you believe. All things are possible when you believe. When God is involved in any enterprise, There's never any reason to be pessimistic, no matter how hopeless things may seem. If we are not careful, we can allow negative circumstances to put us in a negative frame of mind, which will only defeat us. As passed over these 40 years, I've heard people say many things. I've heard people complain about the church, about what is happening or not happening giving the impression that because things are not going the way they would like them to go, God's work is going down the tube. If you listen to everything people say, 
or one done, you will think that Almighty God has abdicated his throne, that Jesus Christ is no longer the head of the church, that the Holy Spirit has been rendered powerless, and we are left to our own human devices. But I'm here to tell you this morning, church, that God is still on his throne, that Jesus Christ is still the Lord of the church, and that the Holy Spirit is still present to empower his people and to give victory even in the midst of seeming defeat. There may be temporary defeats, yes, and even partial reversals, but God's work will prevail because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Whenever we dare to think that God's power is limited to our feeble efforts and political maneuverings, we stand defeated. Brothers and sisters, we serve a God of miracles. Oh, that God would continue to raise up in people's Baptist church a host of people who truly believe the Lord like Abraham. People whose faith will enable them to see the invisible, believe the incredible, and receive the impossible. So I say, keep on believing, church, or God is still alive and is working miracles. But the second thing about Abraham is the testing of his faith. The testing of Abraham's faith. In Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 and 2, sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I will show you. See, God told him to take Isaac, the son of his old age, his pride and joy whose life he cherished more than his own, the son in whom the promise that God gave to him rests, and sacrifice him. And Abraham still believed. When Abraham left with Isaac and a few servants for Mount Moriah, nobody knew how heavy his heart was. As Christians, we need to understand that there will come a time when our courage and faith will be strained to the breaking point, or so it will seem. And we will cry out, Lord, how much more and how much longer. God placed Abraham in such a situation. And Abraham felt that he couldn't share what he was about to do or what he was going through with anybody because he knew that they would not understand. Even Sarah would never understand. All we need to understand that we are going to have to walk through some of life's valleys by ourselves. Not even our spouse or closest friends can accompany us or share our experience. You see, it is terrible to feel alone, so alone that even the God whom we have been leaning upon seems like a distant stranger. There will be times when we pray and we won't get an answer that satisfies. And out of the depths of our distress, we will cry out like Job, Oh, that I knew where I might find him, 
that I might come even to his seat. This was the heaviness that must have gripped Abraham's heart that day when God told him to sacrifice his son Isaac. Surely the Lord knew his heart. Everything that Abraham had been told to do, he had done without murmur or complaint. God knew how much he loved Isaac. So why would he require Abraham to kill Isaac with his own hands? Abraham did not understand, but he still believed God. Still believed in the promise that God gave to him. And that even if uh, his son, uh, the heir of the promise, was to die, God would be able to raise him up again. Look at Genesis chapter 22, 6 and 7. As the two of them walked on together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied. We have the fire in the wood, the boy said. But where is the sheep for the burnt offerings? Abraham believed God enough to reply in verse 8. God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son. Abraham answered, and they both walked on together. When they arrived at the place for the sacrifice, Abraham bound his son and put him on the altar. But at the moment he raised his arm with the knife in hand to kill Isaac, he heard a voice from heaven. In Genesis 22, 10 and 12 tells us, And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way, for now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. Abraham looked up, and there in a thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. You see, God always has a ram in the bush for those who are determined enough, who love him enough to believe in spite of everything. For God is still able to open doors that no one can shut and shut doors that no one can open. And how many times have we experienced this truth in our lives? God opened doors that we never thought could be opened. And he closed doors that we couldn't get close. God is a great and wonderful God. But let me repeat a well-known story that some of you um, who may be watching this service on Facebook may not have heard. Many of you have heard it because we've used it time and time again here at People's. A ship was caught in a storm so terrible that many of the passengers put on their life jackets. It seemed as if at any moment the ship would capsize. As one of the passengers was scurrying around, he happened to see a little boy 
sitting in the middle of the dining room playing with his toy truck, seemingly oblivious to the storm. The concerned passenger went up to him and said, little fellow, you had better put on a life jacket and find your parents. Don't you know how serious the storm is? The little boy looked up and said, thank you, mister, but I'm not worried because my daddy is the captain of the ship. And we need not be worried when we know that our God is the captain of our lives. Or there may be some watching this service who wonder how they can keep on believing when everything is turning against them. Some of you may be wondering how you can keep smiling when you are going through one of the worst storms of your life. Some of you may be wondering how you can hold up your head and appear so strong when your whole world is crashing around you and the very foundations of your life are being shaken by the COVID-19 pandemic. But when you know that in spite of all that is happening, that your Heavenly Father is at the control panel of your life, you can have hope, for he has never lost either passenger or ship, but has landed many a thousand, and therefore you can have peace that surpasses all understanding. You can say with Job, say what you will or may, but I'm going to keep on believing. I may not understand all that's happening, but I'm going to keep on believing. For though he slay me, yet will I trust him. For this I know, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth, and though worms destroy my body, yet in my flesh I shall see God whom mine eyes shall behold. Regardless of what you may be going through, keep on believing God is still God. Although the storms in your life may be fierce, keep on believing God is still God. Although your finances may be in a mess and you don't know how you're going to pay the bills, keep on believing God is still God. Although you may not understand all that is happening in our country, keep on believing that God has an answer. And then do what you have to do by going to the polls in November and casting a vote. Although your situation may be discouraging, keep on believing, for God is still God. Although you may be physically exhausted, although you may have shed lots of tears, although you may be weary from your burdens, although there seems to be no way out of your dilemma, and although your prayers seem to go unanswered, keep on believing God is still God, and he will not let you down. I trust in God, wherever I may be, upon the land or on the rolling sea, For come what may from day to day, my Heavenly Father watches over me. I trust in God, I know He cares for me. On mountain bleak or on the stormy sea, though billows roll, He keeps my soul. My Heavenly Father watches over me. Amen and amen.
Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith.